Hey everyone, welcome. I'm Steve Wollenhaus and this is Anatomy of Success. This week, to be more in love with yourself, make eight things important. That's what we'll talk about. Let's get started. Again, this is Anatomy of Success, and I'm your host, Steve Wollenhouse, here for the first time. Glad you found us. Been here before. Welcome back. As you know, we talk about my four tenets of equanimity, better health, healthy relationships, healthy, intimate relationships, and more satisfying work. In those four broad categories resides a variety of different things we can focus on each and every day to elevate happiness, and that's our intention here. So if you would, please subscribe to the podcast, rate, review, head over to weatherology.com, grab the weatherology mobile app. It's free. And then find me under About Us at the top of that page. Links to LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. You can find me there as well. You know, for some reason, for some people, the idea of learning to love themselves sounds selfish and overly emotional. However, until we learn to love ourselves, it's very difficult to love other people the way we deserve to be loved. A lot of people have a very dysfunctional orientation with that concept. As a product of not loving themselves well enough, they don't offer love to other people in a very effective fashion. In addition, it's difficult to make ourselves top priority and dedicate the time required to make self-care our primary focus each and every day. Much like happiness, learning to love ourselves is a decision that requires daily practice. It doesn't happen by accident. Ironically, when we learn to love ourselves, experiencing more happiness is one of the primary benefits. The two are interrelated. The alternative for many people is seeking validation from someone else, which often leads to disappointment, heartache, frustration, because human fallibility never measures up to those high expectations so many of us have. This external search, however, is an effort in futility until we learn to embrace the importance of learning to love ourselves first. Once we do, the universe starts to reward us with remarkable connections and incredible opportunities. Dr. Seuss said it best, today you are you, that is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. Shout loud, I'm lucky to be what I am. So here are eight ways we can learn to love ourselves and find more happiness in the process. Number one, nobody is perfect. Perfectionism is a curse that creates a myriad of impositions that inhibit progress. Our need to be perfect often leads to procrastination. We believe until our work is perfect, we can't share it with the rest of the world. The same applies to the ideal body type. By letting go of the need to be perfect, we get realistic about what constitutes being extraordinary without needing to be perfect. Next, society lies. Everyone has a different body type and we all have unique challenges that make our fitness journey, for instance, highly personal. Social comparisons can erode our efforts to build self-confidence and build a better body. We have to resist that temptation. In addition, the notion that money buys happiness isn't true. Money makes life better to the extent it alleviates poverty and financial pressures. But above and beyond a certain point, which isn't as much as you think, the amount of happiness people experience is very, very minimal, if any. So we don't find happiness unless we become truly happy by making a daily decision to be a happy person. So at Anatomy of Success, we define success on our terms to avoid the temptation to let society Society define that for us. 
Next, we have to be present. The importance of being present can't be overstated. Many people ruminate about the past or spend too much time thinking about the future. There's a beautiful balance in there somewhere. I prefer to concentrate on being present and allocate reasonable amounts of time planning for a remarkable future. I only visit the past briefly to reminisce about the pleasant memories and then I move on. Living for today and being intentional about tomorrow. That's the best way to use our energy wisely and be more present in the process. We have to be grateful. The science on gratitude, it's so compelling. It's essentially a critical part of our personal journey or should be each and every day to help us improve our prospects for success. When we develop the habit of being grateful each and every day, it mitigates the negativity that's associated with all the emotional setbacks that are oftentimes self-induced and become inevitable in life. We have to learn to confront those things and finesse around those things. Practice gratitude gives us the ability to put things in perspective. When obstacles arise, we stay focused on the solutions, not the challenge. We have to let go. You know, the need to be in control destroys a lot of wonderful relationships. It also causes paralysis when it comes to making important decisions. When all of our energy is dedicated to controlling the outcome, we neglect to focus on how we react to adversity or relational challenges. Sound familiar? Yeah, it's a narrative that's being circulated very frequently. Let's control the outcomes, make everything fair. No, let's help people learn how to be more resilient, to focus on overcoming challenges and deal with the reality that life is difficult and for some much more so than others. So let's uh, provide people with better opportunities, better education, better skills, better encouragement and teach them how to let go of the need to be in control so we can focus on favorable reactions to the obstacles that will inevitably arise in life and remove the need to focus on having to control everything and focus more of our energy on finessing our way through those tumultuous times with fortitude and tenacity. Health and wellness. One of my four tenets of equanimity, as you know, is a commitment to better health mentally, physically, as well as spiritually. At Anatomy of Success, it's non-negotiable because I personally believe that it's critical as it pertains to everything else in life. I have practiced making health top priority since I was 15 years old, so I know it works. Any effort to love ourselves begins with personal care, and we need to make self-care a daily priority. Not something we get around to if we have time. We have to make it top priority. Ely Holcomb said this, when we make a mistake, respond to ourselves in a loving way rather than a self-shaming way. So next is reprogram. Most of us have a very negative bias, a negativity bias. We naturally gravitate in the direction of negative thoughts. To improve that human proclivity, we have to be intentional about reprogramming our mindset. And I have written numerous articles about how to be more positive and more optimistic. And I encourage you to check those out, especially on LinkedIn. For starters, we have to start speaking to ourselves without impunity. We have to conduct a conversation with ourselves like we would with somebody that we love and treat ourselves accordingly. 
And then finally, social circle. You know, we have to be comfortable being able to venture off alone, if necessary, to begin a beautiful romance with ourselves versus surrounding ourselves with parsimonious, parasitic people that undermine all of our efforts for self-improvement. Quality friends make a huge difference, and the top five people we associate with most closely constitute the majority of our belief system. We need to be supportive, loving, kind to our friends, and we need to demand the same from them. Or I would prefer to have none and be alone and concentrate on becoming a better version of myself so that I attract better quality friends than hang on to these marginal friends that really just drag me down. So we have to focus on our social circle. Glennon Dole said this, this life is mine alone, so I have stopped asking people for directions to places that they've never been. And how true is that, folks? Here are eight things that we can focus on this week to make ourselves top priority and move in the direction of loving ourselves a little bit more. And I hope you take that message seriously because it's critically important. I'm Steve Wollenhouse. This is Anatomy of Success. Glad you joined us. Let's do it again next week. Until then, let's stay focused, let's stay positive, and let's stay optimistic.